Hi, I'm Gregory Cossey, and this is Lessons in Finance. Welcome back, everybody. So on our last lesson, we took a look at saving and how to make saving easy using online banking and the rest. Now we're going to flip gears and take a look at the other side of your finances and how to grow them. And that is, how are you spending your money? And this one actually is quite topical because what we're going to be talking about right now is of the very old school, which has actually kind of been in the news quite a bit because of the pandemic. And that is cash and how we are moving towards a cashless society and everything's going towards uh, using less cash. I was just uh, at a ball game in the States and they, uh, the, the ball, the ballpark there was completely cashless. Our own Rogers Center is going cashless. And so there's certainly a movement afoot because of the idea of hygiene and different things where people do not want to use cash. Um, so I don't want to push one way or the other. I don't want to go against public health or different things for it. But what this episode will discuss is the importance of or the benefits rather of using cash as your method of payment. We're not talking about big purchases. And again, lessons in finance is tr primarily geared towards teens, although this can be help helpful for really anybody, but it's for people who are spending smaller amounts. So you're going to get your coffee, you're going to a convenience store. We're not talking large purchases here. Um, Still, there are benefits to being able to track large purchases. There's a record of payment that go along with that that you want. Um, and that when making a uh, an e-transfer as a method of payment, you have proof of doing so. Um, we're just talking about regular smaller purchases, even going to the mall and different things and, and regular shopping, that the advantages to using cash. And there's a few of them. So we're just going to go through it just if you need any convincing, because maybe you're like, Gosh, what are you talking about? This is this is 2021, not to date the program, but um, you can't be talking about cash. Well, there are some advantages to it. And yes, it is going to be going against the grain, but they're on the business side. They don't want you using cash because they know a lot of the things that I'm about to tell you and that you, you will use less. Um, so, well, before we get any further, how about we just get into it? So the main thing is, is to try and get you to spend less money. And when using cash, you're going to do that. It's much better than using a debit card or plastic. Um, you always will know how much money you have. So if you go back to what we talked about in regards to saving, that finding that amount of money that you can carry around, whether it be you know 100 bucks or 80 bucks for every two weeks, and you throw that in your purse or wallet, that is kind of your check of, okay, this is what I have left for the next period. It's very visual. It's concrete. It's right there in front of you. Um, some banks will provide you overdraft protection. Usually when you're 18 or older, um, they'll allow for you to go below your balance. Another way to basically ding you for a service fee on, on that, we'll get more into service fees a little later on in a, in a future lesson, but that will be a service fee for dinging, 
for going into the overdraft protection, going below zero, and they'll also charge you interest on the amount of money that you've borrowed for the time period. And so for that reason, some people when borrowing plastic or, or with buying with plastic or even their debit card don't have this kind of ground floor as to what they can use. They can even go below that. And so one of the things that happens with, again, you using cash is that you're going to have that natural trip check on yourself. So let's just say, let's use an example that you're off to the convenience store and you're going to pick up some munchies. Now you've got 20 bucks left in um, your bank account to spend, or you got 20 bucks in your wallet. If I was to tell you that I want you to go there, but you've got to keep it under that $20. If the cash register rings up, you did the best you could, but the cash register, you go up and it rings 2139. It's no problem if you're just going to tap it with debit and pay that way because, you know, even if you have the 20 bucks, you can go on overdraft protection or even if you had, you know, an extra few bucks in there, no big deal. I'm, I'm covered. But if you only paid with cash and you only had $20 to pay with, and we're not even talking using credit cards now where you can even go even further into debt. If you just stuck with the $20, you are going to spend much less than that $20. You're going to make sure that and almost overcompensate that you don't use that $20. Why? Because no one wants the embarrassment of having the cashier ring you a bunch of items that you don't have enough money to pay for. Then you got to do that walk of shame of almost putting that stuff back. Nobody wants this. And so, you know, our mad math skills, you know, with the taxes and everything else, we just like make sure that we overcompensate and people spend less. They'll, you know, spend less than they would with a debit card and much less than if they were spending with uh, a credit card. Um, and so that is th one of the main reasons with spending a cash is you'll, you'll naturally just spend less. The other main factor with it is that um, seeing the actual money leave your purse or your wallet is has an impact on your spending habits. It, it's a psychological impact of actually seeing the money go out. That's why one of the things why they want it to be an easy tap. They want to take away any of the decision or the last minute decision-making process of the buy. Just want it to be a mindless tap. But the idea of actually physically taking it out of your personal wallet and handing it over to somebody, that's an actual fact. It's slower. And so it brings more pause of you actually thinking of the value associated with what you're purchasing. In fact, uh, a former professor at the University of Guelph, Theodore Noseworthy, I hope I'm pronouncing that um, correctly, did some research on the fact of not even just the paying with with cash, but certain types of cash that when you have like crisp bills, now we have plastic up here in Canada, that plastic, that uh, uh, polymer um, currency that we use, it higher denomination bills, bills that again, used to be back in the day would be crisp. People were more reticent to pay, use those ones. I don't want to break the 50. Why not? I don't know. And it was an aspect that that would curtail your spending habits, just the higher amount that you were holding in in your hand. And so, and there's been studies that that shows that show that. So um, that's where cash comes in. If you're still not caught up with the psychological arguments, there is a monetary one that you are charged by some banks for the number of debit transactions that you use. Some retailers uh, will 
when you use Interact, they are charged a percentage on the transaction, some on a smaller amounts. I've seen Subway and others, sometimes some franchises say it's under five bucks. Uh, they'll charge you a percentage or a fee for using um, debit as opposed to cash. Of course, seeing less and less of that now because they have seen, hey, there's advantages to it, but there can be direct costs associated with account fees and the rest from using a debit card. So that's another advantage for it. All for online banking, as you've heard with previous lessons, all for using tech, but this is a way you can go old school and just on your day-to-day, -day, a way to keep track of where you're spending money. And that will actually keep the money that you have in your wallet or purse and make it stretch and make it last longer. Um, having easy access to cash can have drawbacks though. If you're found out, Hey, I can be cape 180 or hundred and for whatever reason you don't spend it. Now you got like 200 bucks in your wallet or purse. I wouldn't recommend that either. Keep still the weekly amount. If you have excess left over deposit it and put it with your, your higher interest savings account that we spoke spoke about last lesson. That's where that money should go. You shouldn't be walking around with large amounts of cash because it's transferable. It's, you know, has um, interchangeable value and it's not a good idea, even from a safety standpoint, to be walking around with that amount. So I'm not advocating that aspect of things, but for smaller amounts, smaller purchases, it will stretch it and keep it in your wallet and it will last longer um, that way. So just for the smaller purchases and rest and, you know, for the other stuff, as you build things up, then we'll start to take a look at where you can use um, other different products for major savings and also look at, you know, different avenues for major purchases. But for right now, enjoy spending your cash. You found out, hey, I can get around with 80 bucks every two weeks. Then that's the amount you should have to carry around with you. And you'll have a natural check on what's going in and out. Somebody, hey, we're going to the movies. Look in your wallet or purse. There's your answer as to whether or not you can afford it or not. Don't even have to have anything related to it. You're doing your savings. This is just for your walk around spending. Anyway, that's our lesson for today. And we'll get back at, it, back at it next time. Thanks for listening to Lessons in Finance. This is Gregory Causey.